0: Sealing God's People at SealingGodsPeople.org with your host, Dennis Beard. We've been talking about righteousness. What is righteousness? It's the work of the ministry. Well, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And His righteousness. And it reminds me, back when we were in Cia. this is four or five years ago, I think it was in 2014, that we were with the governor, governor of Siaya, in Kenya, Africa, and he had his ministers there, uh, meeting with them uh, in the morning with uh, various ministers uh, in that particular area of Siaya, in Kenya, and I was the guest speaker, uh, because righteousness exalts a nation, and sinners reproach any people. I felt the Lord leading to cover righteousness. And most of the ministers there uh, spoke what they believed was righteousness is what most people believe today. And most ministers believe that it is instruction from God and or obedience to that. It's the moral responsibility of man to obey God, and that is righteousness. But we're going to find it's not what is righteousness. It is the person. It is Jesus Christ himself. But he that knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteous, righteousness of God in him. Now it's in him, by him, and through Jesus Christ. Not of our righteousness, which is of the law. But the righteousness of God by faith. But what is this righteousness? Jeremiah pretty well just hits it right on the head. In Jeremiah 33 and verse 15 and 16. As I quote this, in those days and at that time, will I cause the branch of righteousness to grow up unto David and he shall execute judgment and righteousness in the land. In those days shall Judah be saved and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is the name wherewith she shall be called the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Tiskanu. Jehovah Iskanu. Yes, the Lord our righteousness. The Lord he is righteous. He is holy. But we partake of that divine nature through these exceedingly great and precious promises given to us that we escape the corruption of the world through lust that we might be made partakers of his divine nature, of his righteousness, his holiness, not ours. So Paul said, I suffer the loss of all things and kind of be dung that I might win Christ. And he said, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith. Now, when we take a look at the Old Testament in the various dispensations, we find that Noah was counted righteous because he believed God, and Noah uh, was found perfect in his generation, and that in that he condemned the world and a preacher of righteousness. Well, that was righteousness back then in that dispensation. And we find Enoch, also, the seventh from Adam, who pleased God and was not because God took him. That not, and he was not. He was Ayn, A-Y-I-N, which is the 16th letter of the ABCD which is in the righteousness statutes, commandments, and judgments of God, 365 years that he lived, which 365 being a total solar year of 365. But yet, 365 years. And that means the seventh from Adam, seven being perfection, Enoch being a type shows us, and he was not because God took him. Same way with Noah. Job was a man that feared God and was perfect in all his ways. He feared God and eschewed evil and he was perfect in his generation. And he said, I will maintain and stand in mine own righteousness. Uh, There we find in the Psalms over and over that it talks about the righteousness in the Lord Jesus Christ, our God Almighty. And the righteousness that sustained me all of these speaks of righteousness. The Lord himself is Jehovah. He is the Lord our righteousness. But what is righteousness now? Grace reigns through righteousness. Well, we need to know what righteousness is. Well, it's instruction from God, and obedience is far greater than that. That is what most pastors and most ministers believe that if you ask them what is righteousness, they'll say, well, instruction from God and obedience, and that's it. But that's not all there is to it. Now, certainly it's part of it. We have to obey God, and we have to obey instruction. But there's a ministry voice. You see, the time is coming, and now is when those that hear the voice of the Son of God shall live. That voice of the Son of God in Matthew 5, as we take a look at the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, exactly what it takes to make the kingdom of heaven. He doesn't say anything about repentance, baptism. He doesn't say anything about uh, uh, their, uh, in receiving the Holy Ghost. But it's is assumed. These are the attributes that he has given to us, the Lord Jesus, of what it's going to take in obedience to make heaven. And he says there in Matthew 5, verse 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. That is something we have to do. It's just that he did not say, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, but those that hunger that do hunger and thirst after righteousness. It's something that we must do. We have to set our affections on the things above, not on the things beneath. He also goes in and says, Blessed is he, are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Righteousness' sake. Then in Matthew 6, 33, he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness which that righteousness is holiness unto the Lord. As we take a look in Romans, we see there in the book of Romans, he talks about in Romans 1, verse 17. And this is very important. For therein, we talk about, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Now, that believeth means to trust in, adhere to it, and obey. To the Jew first, and to the Greek. Verse 17. Matthew 1, Romans 1, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from what? Just faith? No. Because faith Goes from faith to faith, from glory to glory. So it's progressive. And it's very, very important we understand that. Because he said, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From what? From faith to faith. It is progressive. And the Lord our righteousness, the Jehovah Tanishqanu, is the Lord himself. Who is holy? Who is righteous? Who is the way, the truth, and life? And he knew no, knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And that we see here goes from faith to faith as it is revealed from faith to faith as it is written that Joshua live by faith. Now the faith is that what was delivered to the saints in the former reign. That is in Acts the second chapter in the Pentecostal reign. And the just shall live by faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But we find these things are faith. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you disciples, but you're not able to bear them now. Now, they'd been with Jesus three and a half years. They had worked the works of God. They had healed the sick, cleansed, the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, the lame kept and went free. They said the, the devils are subject to, us, subject to us through thy name, Jesus. And he said that the devils are subject to you through my name. Rejoice not, but rejoice in as much as your names are written in the Lamb's book of life from the foundation of the world. You want to rejoice in that. And they faith there, Jesus then told them, I have many things to tell you disciples and you're not able to bear it now many things he was headed to the cross but he said when the comforter has come that is the Holy Ghost which is Jesus himself said I will not leave you comfortless I will come to you that is the spirit of his son which is coming to our hearts whereby we cry a Father Galatians uh, 4 6 that he said name of the comforter which is the Holy Ghost for he'll speak of me for all that the father has given is given unto me Jesus glorified by the Father's own self, John 17, 5. And he will show you things which will come to pass. The things are the things of faith. So this righteousness is revealed from faith to faith, from glory to glory. It's not, well, I just, uh, you know, we we, uh, are instructed from God and we obey it. No, it's present truth in the Lord Jesus Christ. Walk in the light as he is in the light in the preceding word of God that man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, which is present truth in the word of God in the season that we're in. And we're going into a higher season right now. We're in a higher season than Pentecost. We're going into tabernacles, Feast of trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus, the work of the ministry which that righteousness now is revealed from faith to faith and we're honestly contented for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. So it's just not a matter of, well, I read the book and, uh, you know, I'm instructed, so I'll obey and that's righteousness. No, it's growing in present truth of the word, which grace is effectual working upon the heart and it's out reflection in life. Grace is alive. It's a It is an effectual working of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God upon our heart, constantly saying this is the way walk you in it. So this righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. Very important that you understand and we understand that it's progressive. Now, as we see in Romans, he said that in Romans 117. And now in Romans 5, he tells us that by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world and death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. As the offense is of one, so also the free gift is of one. A man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. Isaiah 63, 5 says, the Lord looked for a man. He was trying to find a man that would be in the gap. That would be our kinsman's redeemer. And he marveled he could find none. Therefore, he said, my own arm brought salvation to me said the Lord. Well, God literally took his own human, glorified it back to himself. And that's the revelation of Christ. So what is righteousness? As we see in that Romans 5, we go to that last verse and we read that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace reigns through righteousness. We need to know what righteousness is. Well, we know it's the Lord. He is uh, holy. He is righteous. His name is Jesus, the Lord our righteousness in the millennial Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there, but it's called the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Tendishkenu. Well, that is he, that's his person. That is God himself. But Jesus working in and through you is righteousness revealed. So it's present truth of the word of God, not just well, it's instruction from God. I read a book and, I, and oh, I'll obey that don't steal. Okay, I don't steal. Well, I can do all of that and still not do the will of God in my life. You see that righteousness is to fulfill the calling of God in each individual member, in particular of the body of Christ. Every joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love and in the unity of the faith. That means that we have to find each individual in the member of the body of Christ has to find our calling and make that election and calling sure in obedience to whatever we're called for. If I'm called as a missionary, uh, as an apostle, whatever the case is, and God tells me to go uh, to the nations of the world, and I said, Well, no, God, I really don't want to do that. I'll just pastor a church, I'll still be preaching. Well, am I doing the will of God? The answer is no. And that is why it's so important to understand this goes from faith to faith and reveal in us uh, in the body of Christ. Now, in Romans 8, we're going to see that this righteousness is in, this is Romans uh, 8, Verse 10. And it says if Christ being you, if you have Jesus in you, the Spirit of the Lord, Christ, the Holy Ghost, if Christ being you, the body is dead because of sin. Well, sin reigns reign by death. But grace reigns through righteousness. Very important. But the Spirit is life. The Spirit is life. Why? Because of righteousness. Now, what is righteousness? Well, we go to John 16. And we're going to see that this righteousness, we we find that many, many say that, well, just, just confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. And believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. And you're saved. Well, that's true. But it's not believed with a mind. We think it's with a mind. We say, well, I believe Jesus raised from the dead with my intellect. And I confess with my mouth, not just Jesus, but the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, Jesus, that Jesus is the Father of glory, the Lord Jehovah. So if I confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, that he is God Almighty, that he is the Lord Jehovah, and there's not another, not Jehovah Jr., not Lord Jr., but is the Lord Jesus, and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead and I shall be saved. Well, I've got to believe in the heart. Well, the heart has to be circumcised, not the mind. I can believe all day and say, yes, I believe Jesus is uh, the Lord, my Savior, who was raised from the dead. I believe in my heart, God raised him from the dead. No, I believe in my mind. The only way to believe with the heart is to be circumcised in the heart. Romans two twenty eight. He's not a Jew that is one outwardly, and that circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew that is one inwardly, and that circumcision in the heart, in the spirit, whose praise is not of man but of God. How'd you get the circumcision of the heart? Romans six one through four tells you how. What? No, you not as many as were baptized were baptized into Christ's death, buried with Jesus in baptism. Why? Why would we want to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ? Because Romans six four says that the body of the sins of the flesh might be destroyed, the only way to believe with the heart is through born of the water, which is for the remission of your sins, being buried with Jesus in baptism. We find that again in Colossians two verse ten through twelve. It says in whom you are complete in Him and have need of nothing else. Who is uh, that circumcision made without hands? in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. How? Through that circumcision made without hands that the body of the sins of the flesh might be destroyed, be cut off, circumcised, literally to cut off the body of the sins of the flesh. How? Colossians two twelve By baptism, born of the water. Just as Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins, born of the water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. The promises unto you and to your children, and many that are far off, to as many as the Lord your God shall call. Now, what is righteousness then? Do we stop there? We say, Well, I've got the Holy Ghost, that's it, now I'm saved. No, now we have to obey it. Now we become servants of righteousness. If you'll take a look at Romans 6, Paul goes there and says, Whosoever you yield your men, members as servants to obey. Now you have the Holy Ghost. You've been born of the water for the remission of your sins. And one other thing I need to say before we before we go on is read that next verse. For with the heart, that's Romans 10 10. For with the heart, that is the human spirit of man, man believeth unto righteousness. Unto righteousness? I thought righteousness, I just obeyed. No, righteousness is going to the measure, of the stature, of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. In the perfect image of Jesus, he has already entered in. He that knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Who the forerunner has already entered in. Which calls us unto Holiness. peaceable fruits of righteousness. And that is only through Jesus Christ, which is uh, saved by grace through righteousness. He's already entered entered in. Our Lord has already entered in uh, at the first begotten from the dead. Now he has made the way, the truth, and life and set the way, the path, the way of life to us. Righteousness is he's already done it. He is the Lord our righteousness. He is a Jehovah Tanishkenu. Now we have to enter into it through obedience, yes. But we have to walk in the light as he's in the light, not just claiming one verse because we go from babes, babies to youth, little children. I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake and you've known the father. Those are just little children. 1 John 2, 12-14. Then we go to young men. Young men is a higher growth. Now we're going from faith to faith and that righteousness is revealed. Now we go to higher faith, young men. Well, that's certainly higher because we find in Hebrews 5 that Paul says that the babes, babies in Christ, They certainly desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby, but they're unskillful in the word of righteousness. The word of righteousness. I thought righteousness was just instruction in the things of God and I'll be it. No. Righteousness, that they are unskillful in the word of righteousness. The word of righteousness Yes, that's present truth of preceding word of God leading us into the perfect image and obedience unto righteousness. We have to obey, obey unto righteousness. Well, that's what it says here in Romans 10 verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, unto that fullness of Christ, unto that Jehovah Tendishkanu, unto the Lord God all righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Why? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So we go on from faith to faith, as righteousness is revealed, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, for whom he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those that he predestinated, them he also called. Them that he called, he also justified. And them that he justified, them he also glorified to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. That is righteousness. That is instruction in righteousness unto holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So there we have this heart believing unto righteousness to the full fullness of Jesus Christ, to the perfect image of Jesus Christ. For God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. So we say, well, that's great for the Lord. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God, not of ourselves. This is the righteousness of God, not of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith. And it's from faith to faith as it's revealed. What's revealed the preceding word of God in truth for the time is coming. And now is when those that hear the voice of the son of God shall live. Somebody said, are you telling me I've got to go higher? Yes. The Lord has called you to be conformed to the image a perfect image of himself. The son of God, Jesus Christ. For God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. There's your righteousness. The Lord is that spirit. where well, the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. How? By faith. From faith to faith. Are changed into the same image. From glory to glory. So that's where it comes in in Romans 6. Whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey, him are the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience. Obedience, which is righteousness? No, obedience unto righteousness. And then uh, the fruits of holiness. Two more verses down. So righteousness. We're made the righteousness of God in him. He expects us to come to the match of the statue of the fullness of Christ to that same image, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.17 on. So we see that we are called by this, for this salvation, by grace, which reigns through this righteousness. Well, what is righteousness? What is this righteousness? Well, we just said. Whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey him are the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, that's carnal-mindedness, even though you have the Holy Ghost, but without obedience and faith, it's impossible to please God. So be carnal-minded is death, even though we have the Spirit of God. We must obey. We must fulfill our call. And whatever that calling is, in in doing the will of God. God worketh in you and me both to will and to do of His good pleasure. So your call and my call will be different. We're all called as members in particular, different ministrations, different ministries, but the same spirit. And God has put the more abundant honor on the less commonly parts of the be-no-chism or division in the body. So therefore, what is righteousness? Now in the dispensations before, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Yes. So did Noah. So did Job. We find it in the book of Psalms, and especially in Psalm 119, righteousness, the, the statutes, judgments, commandments. Righteousness. But what is Righteousness. Is it just instruction in God and obey it? Far greater than that, my friend. He expects us to find the call of God on our life in that will of God and then obedience and to fulfill and do that will of God. We find, if we go to John 16, we're going to find out what in this dispensation of grace the church age what is this righteousness well as we go to John and we find there in uh, Jesus Jesus talking about your fathers did eat manna and they're dead but this is the living bread that came down from heaven and he talks about in John 6, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life. But in the dispensation of grace, in John 16, he goes on and says that when the Holy Ghost comes, he's going to do three things. This is the church age in Acts 2. This is the promise of the Father, which Jesus said, which saith he, you've heard of me, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts, of second chapter, you shall receive power that the Holy Ghost come upon you. You shall be witness to me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the utmost parts of the earth. Acts, of second chapter, they in one mind and one accord in the upper room suddenly came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind filled all the room wherein they were setting. Cloven tongues of fire appeared and set on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Now, people say, Holy Spirit, that's fine but ghost depicts the spirit of uh, the person. It speaks of the blood of Jesus Christ. Acts 20, 28, take heed yourselves and over all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood and that blood which he by that by that blood once and for all and uh, by the shedding of blood, there's remission of sins. Once and for all, Jesus made that sacrifice. But now, he says, Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his holiness. These, these exceedingly great and precious promises where we escape the corruption of the world through lust that we might be made partakers of his divine nature, not ours. So in John 16, he says, now when the Holy Ghost has come, he's going to reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me, Jesus said. Of righteousness. Now this is very key. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father. Well, I thought, I thought that Lord you are a righteousness but you have to go to the Father where I am there you may be also and whether I go you know in a way you know. Thomas said to him Lord we know not whether thou go how can we know the way. Jesus said I am the way the truth and life. No man cometh the Father but by me. There is a righteousness of God revealed. But it's done from faith to faith. From glory to glory. Then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. That'll be sufficient. Jesus said, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known? Me, Philip, he that has seen me, has seen the Father. How says thou then? Show us the Father. Believe me, that I'm in the Father, Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. For the words that I speak are not mine, but the Father that dwelleth in me houses permanently in me, permanently in me forever, He's the one doing the works. What works? The works of righteousness. Not of the law. But he healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, lame, walking captive, went free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me. And that is, our faith stands not in the letter, but in demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. And the Lord Jesus is that spirit. Why? That we might be made partakers of his holiness. We all with open face behold in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. That's righteousness. Because he, the forerunner, has already entered in. The forerunner is the righteousness. He is righteous. He is holy. But because the forerunner has entered in, now he's made the way, the truth, and life for us. Also, to be where he is in this present evil world. Now, he said of righteousness because I go to my Father. And of judgment because the plenitude of this world is judged. Now, let's see what that righteousness is. When he says that in John 16, that righteousness, which is what the Holy Ghost will reprove the world of. What is that? And... uh, he says, right after he says that, of sin, because they believe not on me, that is John 16, verse 9, verse 10, of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Because why? God am going to be glorified with God's own self. John seventeen five, Everything, all power in heaven and earth will be given to me. Matthew 28, 18. And we're going to find in in John 16 what Jesus is saying here about righteousness. He's going to expound on that. And this righteousness exalts a nation. And it is progressive glorification of the body of Christ into the perfect image of Jesus Christ. Being made the righteousness of God in Him. Not the righteousness of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith, going from faith to faith, not just, well, I've got it. No, this righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. It's revealed the righteousness of God in and through the body of Christ. Take a look. Now, after he says of righteousness, verse 10, because I go to my father, you see me no more. war of judgment. Verse 11, because the prince of this world is judge verse 12. I have yet many things. That's the things of faith. That's the righteousness from faith to faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Earnestly contended for the faith that was once delivered to the saints in that Pentecostal reign of the Holy Ghost, Acts 2nd chapter. I have many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. They'd walk with Jesus for three and a half years. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. When that which is perfect is come, all that which is in part will be done away with. Now we understand, we see, and we have and we have knowledge in part. But then face to face we will know even as we are known of him. And he says, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear that is that God speaking within himself, the Spirit of God, the Father, he shall, he, that shall he speak, and he will show you things. This is a progressive faith from faith to faith, which is righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. He will show you things to come. This is earnestly contended for the faith that was once delivered to the saints and now revealed to us in these last days through Revelation 1 verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him, John, to show unto us servants things which must shortly come to pass. Sentence signified it. There's a sign of the sealing unto his servant unto John, by his angel unto John, signified it by his angel unto John. And this is the things of the testimony, the testimony of Jesus, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, to the law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and to the testimony, the testimony of Jesus, Revelation 19, 10. That testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy knowing those things which come coming upon the face of the earth to try the earth. Then he says, he will glorify me. He'll glorify the office of the Son of God. It's all one spirit. The Father is the administrative office of the Spirit, the creator of all. Well, who is the creator of all? That's Jesus Christ, the Father. Somebody said, he never said he was the Father. Yes, he did. John 8, 24, he says, except you believe that I am he, the Father of glory, you shall die in your sins. John eight twenty four, John eight twenty Three verses. He said this they understood. Not he spake to them of the Father. They still don't understand it today. There Jesus is proclaiming that he is the Father. Colossians 1:16 and 17. All things were made by him. Whether it be principalities, powers, thrones, all were made. Uh, all things were made by him, for him, and for his good pleasure. Jesus Christ. He is the Word of God. All things were made by Him. And God said, let there be light. And the spoken Word of God, God created. Is that a different spirit? God Jr.? No. The Word is God. There's only one spirit. There's three that bear record in heaven. The Father, Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. And the self-same spirit. Just a different function. The Father is the creator the administrative office of the Spirit. The Word is the expression office of the Spirit, thought, plan, purpose, and will of God. The Holy Ghost is the power office of the Spirit, but still the same Spirit. Well, the Holy Ghost is the power office of the Spirit, speaking of the redemption office of the Spirit, same Spirit, but we're not able to bear all things except in the due season. That's the reason why Paul saw the cherubim shadowing the mercy seat Hebrews 9 5 of which now I cannot speak particularly he couldn't speak particularly about the cherubim shadowing the mercy seat it wasn't time he was in that different season he was in a Pentecostal reign we are in the tabernacle reign in the ministry voice of Jesus in the feast of trumpets notice he said the Holy Ghost will glorify me for he shall receive of mine the son of God and shall show it unto you. The power office is showing us the redemption office. One spirit. Don't think there's two. There is only one. All things that the Father are here is showing us. All that, all things that is everything that God has in heaven and earth, and in under the earth. All things that the Father hath are mine. Why? Well, because the forerunners entered in, glorified with the Father's own self. John seventeen five all things given unto Jesus Christ That all the house of Israel know surely that same Jesus whom you crucified. God hath made him both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ the Holy Ghost. And that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine, the Holy Ghost will take of that office of the Son of God and shall show it unto you. Those are the things of faith. And this this whole righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. And these are the things of faith. He said, a little while, you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me because I go to the Father. Well, what does he mean by that? Because Jesus said, while I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. He told those disciples, I'll pray the Father send another comforter. Send you another comforter. Whom the world cannot receive, because it saith him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Somebody say, well, that's another comforter. That's not Jesus. No, Jesus is not yet glorified. I, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's when Jesus is glorified with the Father's own self. All that the Father has is his. That is righteousness. That is uh, the Lord, uh, or righteousness, Jehovah Tendishkinu. And that's what we see here, that he said, all things are mine. And a little while, you won't see me. A little while, you will see me. where they see you? Well, Jesus, when he became, he said, this is a promise. Wait uh, for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you've heard of me. That you shall receive power not many days hence. And they're going to see Christ in you. That kingdom of God in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. A few days. But he's going to be manifest in and through the body of Christ. Just as Paul said in collections 2.20. I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live. Yet not I. Well Paul who's living. But Christ liveth in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that is righteousness. Not of all works. It is His. He is the righteousness of God. The man, Christ Jesus, the Son of God in the redemptive office. Somebody said, well, that is the Father. Yes, it is. But it's Him in the days of his flesh, made and under the law to show us our kinsman, our kinsman redeemer, showing us the way, the truth, and the life, what we must do to overcome the devil, the world, and our own flesh, just like he did. He goes on and says, Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith? A little while, and you shall not see me. And again, a little while and you shall see me because I go to the Father. Well, the Holy Ghost is coming back. That's Christ in you. That's Jesus in you. That is that spirit. We don't know him after the flesh now, but we know him after the spirit. They said, therefore, what is this that he saith a little while? We cannot tell what he saith. Watch verse 19. John, John 16, 19. Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him and said unto them, Do you inquire among yourselves of what I said? And a little while, and you shall not see me. And again, a little while, and you shall see me. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. And you shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. This is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. He goes and tells us, A woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. Now this will finally be consummated in the Sheba or the sevens in the feast of sevens, the feast of uh, tabernacles, which is the body of Christ that inward man to the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. Not the outward man. though the outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day. And it's in this inward man that the righteousness of God coming, what? Growing up into Jesus in all things. That's all faith. That's all knowledge. That is all things freely given to us in faith into all truth and he said in verse 22 and you now have sorrow but I will see you again in Pentecost and your heart shall rejoice and your joy no man taketh from you and in that day you shall ask me nothing now watch the glory here very very i say unto you whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name the name of the Father is Jesus we find that in uh, John uh, five forty six. We find it in John 17 uh, that he says, uh, Father, I've manifested your name. Keep through thine own name, your own name, those that thou hast given me. I've manifested your name. Jesus comes into Jerusalem on the coat, the fowl of an ass, and said, Blessed is he, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? Jesus. The name of the Father. Well, and it's of the Son. No one will refute that. And the Holy Ghost, I'll send the Comforter in my name. What name? Jesus. Peter having that revelation of the name, singular, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, is Jesus. And Jesus said, if you ask the Father in my name, which is Jesus, he will give it you. Hitherto you've asked nothing in my name. Jesus. Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in Proverbs. Notice now he's going to tell us plainly. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father, that he, Jesus, is that spirit, always has been that spirit, not in Proverbs, not just I and my Father are one, John ten thirty you've seen me, you've seen the Father, John 14. We find all through the epistles that, that the blessed and only potentate Jesus Christ, 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16, the blessed and only potentate Jesus Christ, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, nor see, nor can see. He said, I'm going to speak in Proverbs. I'm going to show you plainly of the Father. Now, this is righteousness. Why? Because he went to the Father, glorified with the Father's own self. That is righteousness. And the Holy Ghost will reprove the world of this righteousness. The Lord is our righteousness, the the Jehovah T'anjishkinu. In that day, you shall ask, not the Father in my name, and when that time when I'm showing you plainly of the Father, at that time when I've given you of my spirit, that Holy Ghost that has come, which is Jesus in you, Christ in you, He is the Christ. And Christ in you is the hope of glory. When you understand that, yeah, that, that kingdom, you're yeah, in that kingdom of God, Christ in you, the hope of glory, that mystery of the kingdom, then at that day, you shall ask in my name, watch now. Verse 26, And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. am not going to have to pray the Father for you anymore because when I was in the world and I had taken on the form of a servant made in the likeness of men, I had humbled myself. Literally, the spirit that Jesus says made himself of no reputation. Philippians 2.6 Laid aside his glory so he could work only as a man. He added to himself he took upon him the form of a servant made in the likeness of men. God found in likeness as a man and being found in fashion as a man humbled himself. Even to the death of death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. Well, it says there in Acts 2.36 that same Jesus whom ye crucified, God made him both Lord and Christ. Lord, Jehovah God Almighty and Christ that spirit. Galatians 4, 6, God has sent forth the spirit of his son. It's only through the spirit of the son there, that son of God in the redemption office, that we can partake there and have the father in us because there's one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, a father of us all, above all and in us all. Ephesians 4. So righteousness is a progressive glorification now of the body of Christ unto a perfect image of Jesus. That's righteousness. He is our righteousness. He is the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Tanjishkinu. For the Father himself loveth, loveth you, verse 27, because you have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. He proceeded from the Father, came out from God. That's the word. God said. He said his word. The word was made flesh. The Word is God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. That's John 1. And the Word was made flesh. John one fourteen. He says, I came out from God. If you have water proceeding from a waterfall and it proceeds into the river below, the same water that was up there that proceeded is the same water that said it proceeded down into the river. He proceeded from the Father Manifest in the world, died, buried, rose again, and went back to where he was before. That is righteousness. Why? Because I go to my father. I'm not staying here. I came from God. I came from God. I go back to God. That's righteousness. That's the person of Jesus Christ. That's a person of God Himself manifest, righteousness revealed. How? From faith to faith. Romans 117. And he says, I came out from God. I came from the Father. Tells you exactly how he's working in the offices. He came from the Father and am coming to the world. He's in the world right then talking. Again, I leave the world. Where you going? I'm going to the Father, not beside Him, not around Him. He's going what Revelation three twenty one to set down, set, not sit, s i t, but set as former state of glory, already settled, set down with my Father in His throne. All power in heaven and earth given unto Him. Matthew twenty eight eighteen. That did not leave the Father powerless. He is the Father revealed, always has been God, always will be God. I came from the Father, I proceeded from the Father, came to the world, death, burial, resurrection, went back to the Father. That's righteousness. The disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Now we are sure that thou knowest all things. Wait a minute. Jesus said, when the days of his flesh, in his humiliation, no man knows the hour of the day of my coming, of the Son of Man. Only the Father, not even the angels in heaven know. But now, they said, now we know, you know all things. You know when you're coming, you know all things. Why? Because you're glorified with the Father's own self. You, that who, was, who was made sin, that knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Why? Because He's the Lord of all righteousness. And that's what's exaltation. In God we trust knowing and giving honor to the glory of Jesus only, the God Almighty, and there's not another God. So he's going to do judgments, famine, pleasant sword, noise and beast, for one reason, Deuteronomy 32, that you may know that I am God, and there's not another. Same in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. All of that is for one reason, that you may know that the Lord Jesus is God, and there's not another. He said, I kill, I make alive, a wound, I heal. Shall there be evil in the city? And I, the Lord God has not done it. He's done it all. Why? That we may know that he is God. Jesus Christ is the only true God in eternal life. The Holy One. Not a Holy Trinity. The Holy One of Israel. There's is not another. The greatest commandment of all, Mark 12, 29. Hear, O Israel, Lord of God, is one Lord. There's your greatest commandment. The first commandment, the dominant commandment of all. And he says... We are sure now, the disciples said, we know that you know all things. And it is not that any man should ask thee, by this we know, believe, you came from God. And you come, you're that spirit that came into the world. And you're that same spirit that's leaving that world. You are God Almighty. Jesus' answer said, do you now believe? There are cometh that you're going, you're going to be scattered. So what is Righteousness? In John 16, the righteousness is, I go to my Father. I came from Him. I'm going back to Him. And there's not another. When you see in Ephesians that the whole work of God is in Christ, not our righteousness, but the righteousness of God by faith. And that righteousness is revealed, seen in the world, From faith to faith. And it's not just faith. But faith to faith. We're going from faith to faith. And that was the faith we've been earnestly contending for. That was once delivered to the saints. Because it's a higher glory. It's a higher level of faith. It's a higher knowledge of those things of God. Because faith is the substance of things so far. In Ephesians 4. It says. That you are to be renewed. In the spirit of your mind. That's Ephesians 4, verse 23. Next verse. And that you put on the new man. Now, if I put something on, it's something I have to do, hunger and thirst after righteousness, seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Somebody was still obedient. Yeah, it's obedience unto righteousness, which is unto holiness. Romans 6. Therefore, you understand that it's the person of Jesus Christ. He is the Lord, our righteousness. He is Jehovah Tadishkinu. And here we have the new man. That new man is created after Christ Jesus. Just like Paul said in Galatians 2.20. I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Who lives in you? Christ does. He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit and in union with God. And what happens? Paul said, I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ lives in you. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. How do we get it? All right. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Righteousness is not just being right. It's the person of Jesus Christ, the Lord, our righteousness. Jehovah Tendishkinu. It is being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, being one with him. Now that's righteousness. It's not just being right. Well, Abraham believed God and has imputed him for righteousness. Yes, in that dispensation. But now it's from faith to faith. Righteousness is now revealed from faith to faith. We've got way more. The path of the justice as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. What does God expect in righteousness? We make the righteousness of God in Him. It says what? That we are a new man that's inside. The old, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Renewed, yeah, by the renewing of your mind. Not conformed to this world but being transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. So therefore, we have to do the will of God in order to obtain righteousness. Somebody said, yeah, obedience unto righteousness. That's where in Romans 6, it says, whosoever you yield your members to service to obey him the servants to whom you obey, whether sin or death or of obedience unto Righteousness then yielding the fruit of holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Well, holiness and righteousness is by Jesus Christ. It's after God, what He's done. Not what we've done, what He's done. And it's the Holy Ghost leading us and guiding us into all truth. So here it says in Ephesians 4, verse 24, and that you put on the new man, which after God, Jesus himself is created in righteousness and true holiness. Therefore, it's not us, but Christ. Christ worketh in us, both the will and to do of his good pleasure, not ours, his. To what? For the body fitly framed together to the unity of the faith, God calling his people out of denominations now into one body, one faith, one Lord, one baptism. Not God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. That's a false Jesus. God the Son, he's the Son of God. Why? Because he's God manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16. He is the Father of glory. John 8.24. He is the Lord, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. There's not another God. He's the Alpha and Omega. Revelation 1, 8. There's not another. Righteousness is the person of God, the Lord our righteousness, Jehovah Tendishkinu. If not you obeying, obedience gets you there unto obedience unto righteousness. Put it this way obedience unto Jesus manifest in you to the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, unto a perfect man, Ephesians 4.12. Now you're getting righteousness. What is true righteousness? It's not just being right. Or a moral uh, responsibility of man and obedience. Ha! He expects you to come to the measure of the statue of him. Jehovah's you to the Lord all righteousness. God working in you both will to will do of his good pleasure. There's not another friend. There's only one God. And He is the Lord God Almighty. There's not another. Well, hope this has been a blessing to you. Uh, subscribe to Sealing God's People. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Go to the website, sealinggodspeople.org or drop us a line, you know, at, uh, we'd love to hear from you, People at dennisbeard.org our email address. We'd love to hear from you. Well, subscribe. we love to hear from you. If you'd like to have this in your church or hear more, please contact us. We'll be glad to work with you. God calling His people into unity of faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man to the measure of the stature and the fullness of Jesus Christ. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis the Spirit saying, Behold the Real Jesus.